dream stories, all you folks out there, because Lisa always thinks I'm welcoming her to dream stories. <laughs> so welcome to you too, Lisa. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so we're back again with both of us. So you know, last week I got to welcome you because you'd been gone for a couple of weeks. This week I just welcome you because it's fun. Yes, yeah. And we welcome everybody else because we like having them listen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we do like having listeners. Yeah. The, the truth is, we had to stop the recording and start all over again because <laughs> I went into something that was akin to tongues because my mouth wouldn't speak right. And it just, I just, it was really actually just gobbledygook Coming that out. I was talking. And then you couldn't and remember what could you were about to say. I stumbled all over myself. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do better this time. It is. This may be the first time we actually started <laughs> over. No. We were only like three minutes into it, so it wasn't really well, like starting Well, there over. have been a couple of times that we've done gotten halfway through the recording and realized and there, was there was no, no SD, SD card. card. Yeah, that's true. We have mm-hmm. had to start those over. That's yeah. true. But this might be the first time we just started over because we both couldn't. Feel, <laughs> no, felt like not, nobody actually, actually knew no, what we were when saying. When you used to do your own board, when we had the board that we yes. used. We still have that board. So. Yes, but when you did your own board. Oh, when board, I did it myself, yes. yes. <clears throat> we, we started over lots of times. We did, yeah, because I would usually mess it up, so. <clears throat> No. That's true. No. So, no. Okay. Anyway, anyway. So we're going to talk about dreams. We're going to yes. jump right into it. So. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about changes that are coming. Oh, we do have changes coming. We are going to talk about that. Can't we? we can talk about that. We've, but well, I, I don't want to ch- talk too much about the changes coming because okay. we've got a month or two before okay. everything comes into play. Will you want to start play. over again? No. Okay. No. <laughs> but we can, I can say this. Okay. We know where we're going. We know there's some changes coming. We have, thanks to our... Uh, shout out and request for name suggestions. Right. We had a bunch of names suggested. Really? Actually, a lot of them, yeah. Oh, you didn't even share them with me. Well, what, the reason I didn't share all of them with you is because a couple of them came in almost identical to the one you were initially mm. thinking about, and I kind of thought, well, that's kind of God. Yeah. This is people, actually, one of them was somebody in a completely different country, you know, mm, that, okay. that says, says, and it's very similar to what you were suggesting. Yeah. So there's still some suspense for that. We're not telling a whole lot about it yet. But yes. we do know we're going to kind of expand and talk. Yeah. Instead of just about dreams, mm-hmm. we're going to talk some more about all of the different ways our Creator communicates with us and the connection and the relationship that we have with And that's the going to be through, throughout the rest of what we yeah, consider we're just our podcast. Keep, yeah. Because honestly, there's so many different ways our Creator speaks right. to us. And when we think about... We just talk mostly about dreams. When we're not going to stop talking about no, dreams. We're not, so folks that, who are really focused yes. there are not we'll, probably once or twice a yes. month we'll be on dreams directly. Right. But but we're going to expand into some other spiritual right. encounters Which I think with our is creator. Very hel- too. It's very healthy, yeah. I think, because you know our dreams is just one small slice. Right. Because I think about my whole day. Can we talk about this just for a sure, second? We can talk about I think it. about my whole day and how much I feel like I'm interacting with my creator. Not just um, because I've had a dream the night before, um, but and not just because I may spend some time in prayer in the morning, but even just driving down the road, things I may encounter, um, road signs, conversations with people. I mean, look... Yeah. Our Creator is speaking. Yeah, all He the time. is, and there's inter, and it's not always just Him speaking. There's interaction. There's a yeah. there's a connection right. to the spiritual world that we have that I think folks of faith, Christian faith, 
have a lot of times shied away from because the spiritual realm made us nervous. Yeah. We haven't had a lot of conversation about that. Well, let's just be really over honest. Over the years. Yeah, let's yeah. just be really honest. There's been probably, well, look, we have a, a variation of listeners. I mean, they vary from Catholics, Protestants, you know, um, Greek Orthodox, and we have a lot yeah. of different listeners. Christians come, and non-Christians. And non-Christians, so, mm-hmm. a lot of different faiths. Mm-hmm. So um, it may be that some of the things that someone may have been taught to be taboo, we don't see as taboo. We may have missed some marks on listening to our Creator. Yeah. You know? Not going so, too out there in the... No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to address in a proper way the concept of Christian yes. mysticism. Yeah. In a proper way. Yeah. Because that is a true biblical function, that there's a mystical function, a mystical yeah. aspect of Christianity. Yeah. Dreams are mystical. Yeah. We've been talking about dreams for two and a half years now. Yeah. And so um, we want to expand to the other parts of the mystical realm of God. So it'll be fun. That yeah. Look for those changes beginning to start flowing over the next month to mm-hmm. month and a half. We do yeah. have a plan for it now. Right. And a process we're going through. So. Right. It'll be good. And as we begin to talk about topics, we may have people say, hey, this happened. You can share an experience with us, and we'll see if we can Yeah, talk about, talk how, about what that, those how things are. Are they real? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So it'll be fun. Anyway, I'm excited about that. But today okay. we're going to talk about dreams some more directly. And the thing I thought might be fun was talking about how we handle different settings and different environments when we're interpreting dreams. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kind of the question that might be asked of us would be, do you change the interpretation mm-hmm. if you're in a different environment, a different setting, there's more people, there's less people, mm-hmm. those kind of things? Or does the way you present the interpretation change in, with a different setting? And I know my thoughts on it, but you, why don't you jump out there first? And well, I mean, look, I'm trying. I'm going to try to answer this question again. Good. Um, I, look, I believe the interpretation is the interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. May We're both I on the change same the way I say it based on who I am talking to? Yes. Yeah. The way I present it, I may change it. Well, I think who <clears throat> the person who's giving the interpretation can have that kind of impact as well. Yes. Because when I talk to my students in the Dream Sim, Dream Mentoring classes, mm-hmm. one of the things I point out to, to those folks is, you want to interpret a dream in your own vocabulary. You don't need to change your vocabulary to sound like Michael French. Mm-hmm. You don't need to change your vocabulary to sound like John Paul Jackson. Mm-hmm. You don't need to change your vocabulary to interpret the dream. Mm-hmm. Interpret the dream so that the core meaning is what the core meaning is. Right. But use your words. Well, you know, Express it right. out of who you are. Well, you know, I know there have been times, and I've talked about this before, that... We've had the same person come up and ask us um, a dream, mm-hmm. to interpret a dream, uh, maybe at a conference or something like that. And the interpretation we give may sound different. Oh, you and I sometimes don't even know we've been asked to right. do it twice. Um, and then we, because. Well, well, sometimes I think it's kind of a test. Mm, yeah. Let's see if let's they see really, if they really can know. interpret a dream, yeah, right? Exactly. Well, they give us the same yes. interpretation. We, I don't we, know that people do that on purpose. We discour- well, so I think some well, do. Well, some cases, yeah. Right. We discourage people from doing that. For one thing, <coughs> excuse me. we believe God's going to speak to you. Right. You know, and if 
you're seeking God, we believe, along the way. Uh, somehow, if we happen to give a wrong interpretation, I'm not going to say we could never make a mistake. It's possible. Yeah. But um, what we discourage people from going and asking multiple times to interpreters that we may have at a conference. One is we're trying to interpret dreams for a lot of people, and we don't want to... Um, someone not to be able to have a dream interpreted but we have had people come and ask us the same dream maybe getting our line and then getting your line my line your your line and then we find out later that we said the same thing but our presentation may have been just a little bit different right and that's okay because sometimes they receive it better when it's the language and the way a dream is Mm -hmm. interpreted for presentation not for meaning but for presentation can have a huge impact on a person's ability to receive it. Right. And so I don't think it's wrong for a person to ask more than one person for an interpretation Mm -hmm. as long as their purpose is to gain understanding. Yeah. When you're going from person to person to person asking for interpretation because you want somebody to agree with what you want the dream to mean, that's when there's a problem. Yes. Because God speaks to us in dreams many, many, many times Mm -hmm. about things that we wouldn't listen to him about mm-hmm. honestly if he just showed up and talked to us out loud we wouldn't right. listen to him right i mean you know i think if you're going to interpret a dream for someone you really need to have a father's heart yes you know? um if you try to do it in a you know maybe you may see something in the dream that's corrective okay let's just take an example I dreamed la- uh, last night or not before last that there were some people uh, from my past that were um, that I've known for a long long time but I don't hardly ever see them anymore I dreamed that they came to pick me up but I kept being delayed and going outside I wasn't procrastinating on purpose but I really just wasn't sure if I wanted to get and go with them. Right. And so I, I had to, so I, I shared the dream with you and you started snoring. Oh, this is a dream you shared with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, at like 1130 at night. Right? Yeah, it was probably midnight. Let's just, I'll be fair. It was midnight. It was, yeah, it was midnight. Actually. But you were, you know, I thought you were fully engaged. I know. The next thing I know, <laughs> I hear you snoring. I wasn't asking you to interpret it. I was going to say, just help me with one symbol. I was alert enough to know that I was going to sleep. That was what was really sad. You should have cued me on that. You should have said, hey, I'm going to sleep. (laughs) So anyway, um, I said, so what do you think about that, Michael? And you oh, what? (laughs) Anyway, uh, I know what that dream means now. I laid in the bed this morning, and Mm -hmm. I just asked God, what does this dream mean? And it was... um, I'm kind of uh, not running from my past, but delaying revisiting things from my past, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, if someone had said that to me in the wrong way, I would have just kind of didn't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. it would have have bounced off of me. Mm -hmm. But because I just laid there and allowed it to come and heard it through a a loving father, you know? What? So what you're saying is it was God's grace that, that I went to didn't. sleep. <laughs> I wasn't saying that, but maybe so. But, you know, yeah, because you might would have said that, and I might not would have wanted to hear it from yeah. you, you know. but um, And therein, presentation can make right. a difference. It does. How you hear something, yeah. how you receive something can have an impact on your ability to actually hear what's being said. Well, that's another reason why we tell people, 
you if you are interpreting you need to be listening to your creator god and if he says don't interpret this dream you need to lay it down you may even know what it means and you may hear don't interpret this dream and i've had times when i knew what a dream meant and i know that my creator i know that god said don't Mm -hmm. interpret the dream it wasn't the right timing for it and in some cases later Mm -hmm. months later or weeks later it might be appropriate to right. interpret it. Um, yes, and you sh- you need to be listening, you know. And so, because if you said something, it could be too early, or they may not receive it, and it may be something that needs to unfold later. They've had the dream; they may not forget the dream, but someone else interprets it, or they get the they get the meaning of it after the fact. And there's the language wrong I use that. might just not be great. Mm-hmm. It might not be something they could receive because you tell me all the time that sometimes I'm matter of fact and to the point. I'm mm-hmm. sometimes I'm even so matter of fact probably because of my legal background, I'm so matter of fact that I can be harsh at times. Well you tell I don't, me that I, don't I do mean that to. too. Well I know, but I <laughs> mean I was just owning probably. I was just owning what you share with me. I mean I mean but you know, so yes. if I'm in that mode mm-hmm. and I interpret a dream that the interpretation is correct, but mm-hmm. my presentation is harsh, yeah. it's not going to be beneficial to the yeah. person. Yeah, so you need to have that love if you're going to be saying something. You need to have that love if you're going to be interpreting. And then you need to know, how do I put this? What if it's a really hard, uh, what if it's something that could be interpreted as being really hard? How I ask myself, how would you want to hear this? Yeah. How, right. how would, if, what if, what if you're on the street, you've never met someone and uh, you, you didn't know them, you know, and you, you run into them and you know, they're maybe not in a good place. Do you, uh, and you get the dream and you know, they need to hear something. Mm-hmm. You don't want to land blast them, you know? No, it's true. And one of the very first things we ever talked about on dream stories. So this is like two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. I just co- it's coming to my mind right now. I can remember being on the street in a broad setting in the midst of a street festival in Birmingham and coming upon a group of young people and interpreting a dream for a young lady there, but it was a gang. And and I, the way I would interpret a dream for someone who shares my faith is different in presentation mm-hmm. from the way I would interpret a dream for someone who doesn't share my faith. Right. And a lot of times on the street, you don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of times at an event, you don't know. Right. And I'm not going to stop and ask everybody, well, you know, in order for me to know how to interpret your dream right, you need to tell me, are you a Christian? Are you a Muslim? Are you a, a pagan? Are you mm-hmm. a new age person? I'm not going to stop and ask them that. Faith is personal. It doesn't mean I'm not going to have a conversation about it with them at some point, but it's not my opening line. I want to say it probably really doesn't matter. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter at all, but it really doesn't matter because... It doesn't matter to the meaning. Because Creator God is the one giving the dream. We're not giving the dream. It doesn't matter to the meaning, but it might change the way I have a conversation. So I'm not going to come up to somebody. I don't know anything about their faith background. I'm remembering this dream, and it was about... Uh, a, a state in which the young lady found herself of extreme depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, depression that literally was driving her towards her right. end, right? you know, kind of thing. Well, I, I can't, and all her friends are standing there around her. Yeah. I can't look at her and just say, oh, well, you're so depressed. You, you know, your life may be 
in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. That was the interpretation of the dream. Right. But that's not the way I'm going to say that. Right. Because that could push her over the edge, not because I was wrong with mm -hmm. the interpretation, right. but because of the way I approached it being callous, not paying attention to the mm -hmm. fact she had friends around her. <clears throat> and I remember very distinctly saying, well, this dream says mm -hmm. that you've probably been facing some battles and struggles mm -hmm. with something akin to depression. Mm -hmm. That was very very loose. Right. She could have explained that away to her friends if she wanted to, mm -hmm. but she knows in her heart whether it's true or not. Right. And because I gave grace for her to hear it and be able to protect herself if she needed to, she owned it right, right. there in front of everybody. Right. Oh my gosh, my mom's been telling me I'm depressed and wanting me to go to the doctor and, and I've been fighting it and didn't want to go. Maybe I need to listen to her. Right. She, I didn't tell her she needed to listen to her mom and go get help and support. Yeah, yeah. God told her that. Right. All I said was, you've been fighting this battle. So did I know that God was saying you need help? Mm -hmm. Yes. Did I have to say that in order for her to understand it? No, God's speaking to her. That's the whole part about a dream. I... I get to better? help someone else hear what God understand what God has already said to them. To me, it's so much better when it comes from God. Yes. You know, my sister was reminding me that you and I had interpreted a dream for her a few years back. Um, uh, my sister was saying that um, she was asking me, "Did I struggle as much when my when my mother passed away as I did when?" my father passed away of course we loved him dearly the same so she, you know I was thinking about what she said and I said you know I, I won't say that it was easier it was different and that was her words exactly too. Right. She said, yeah it was different and she said you know I remember a dream that I said I think because when my father died it was more painful because I'd never experienced losing a parent but because I had been through it before when I lost my mother it's not that it was easier. It's just I understood what I was about to walk yeah. through. More, I understood that I was going to get through it, you know. Um, and she goes, do you remember the dream you interpreted for me um, about mom? And I said, no. She said, well, one day I was telling you all a dream I'd had about mother. She was in my kitchen lying on a table, and I knew she had passed away. And I went in there and pulled the covers off of her face that were on top of her. She was laying on the table, and her, she looked beautiful. But when I knew that her, you know, she had bodily fluids just kind of oozing out of her because she'd been laying there so long. And I'm sitting there, Michael, honestly, I'm sitting there thinking, what does that dream mean? Because <laughs> I had interpreted <laughs> it five years before. And she said, when y'all interpreted that dream for me, she said it really, you know, helped her, kind of set mm -hmm. her free from some things. And the dream was we, she had not let go of mom. She was keeping her she was, close. Yeah, she, she was, was not not really having closure on mother's death because my mother died tragically. Yep. So um, I was like, I don't remember the dream, but that makes complete sense for the interpretation. And looking back at it, okay. it makes even more sense. But I knew that my sister struggled with my mother passing and that she couldn't get past it. It took God telling my sister. I couldn't yes. tell my sister, you're not getting over mother passing because that's not an easy thing to say to someone, you know, and I'm not over my mother passing, but you know what I'm saying in a, 
in a good way that benefits my sister. My sister probably had a little bit of PTSD because she was with my mother when she fell and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, my, my sister needed different closure than I did. You yeah, know? and so God speaks to her, and you may have been the only person who could she would hear give the interpretation. Oh, it may have been you would, that gave the interpretation. You, it you know what I'm saying. Either one know. of us. Yes. What I'm saying, yeah. somebody near her giving yes. that interpretation yeah. would have been better for her to receive than somebody she barely knew. Right. So, so there again, presentation. Mm-hmm. Who is it that should be interpreting? How should it be interpreting? Those things are going to shift based mm-hmm. on the circumstances, the environment, right. the person. Right. But it doesn't change what the dream means. Right. I think about dreams. I, you know, um, I do uh, maybe every other month I do a, a regional radio station mm-hmm. in the Birmingham, Alabama area. I'm on the air with them to interpret dreams live on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the listenership is, but it's a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the biggest audience I'm ever in front of at one time mm-hmm. on the radio. Uh, they probably, probably, could probably tell me how many it is, but it's you know it's a it's probably three quarters of the state gets the radio station, so mm-hmm. it's a lot of people. <clears throat> and um, I interpret dreams differently there mm-hmm. in that setting. Why? Because I don't have any idea who's listening. Right. And certain times, dreams will have things that come into play with relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I remember a dream off the radio where there was a, uh, um, uh, an issue, and I'm not going to give the details of the dream because it would tie it back to, to that person that might listen to the podcast, so I, sure. I want to be careful. But there was an issue with they were seeing something in the dream and they were receiving from one family member and not receiving from a family member it would seem should be more appropriate to have received something mm-hmm. from. And I remember thinking that the interpretation of this dream is you're not receiving your inheritance through the portion of the family you would normally think of. It's coming from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I can't say to this person, oh, well, your dad or your mom has not been what they needed to be, or your relationship with them mm-hmm. is not what it needs right. to be. So you're having to draw on spiritual right. inheritance from your aunt or your cousin or your grandmother yeah. or whoever. I'm trying to keep it vague enough right, not to right. tie it to that dream. Because if I say that, what if mom and dad are listening to the show? Yeah. I just created a conflict with this family that there was no reason for. Mm-hmm. Because what God was saying in the dream was, You've got a spiritual inheritance, and it's going to reach you in some fashion no matter what. Yeah, That's what the truth was. Mm-hmm. The truth wasn't you're not getting it from somewhere. The truth was that God is making sure you're getting it. Yeah, exactly. And so how you say that in a public setting can mm-hmm. impact people beyond the dreamer. Right. In this case, you could have impacted other family members mm-hmm. in a negative way. Yeah. I remember another dream that had to do with a woman's daughter, and it had to do with some things that she was going through, and it was a call for the mother to pray for her daughter instead of trying to tell her what to do. Yes. Well, how you say that makes a big difference because if I say, well, your daughter's got this problem right. and you need to pray for her, daughter may be listening to the show and say, I don't you know, I don't have that problem. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. You may create tension in the family because mm-hmm. of it. That's right. So I think, I think in a public setting, you know, particularly in a broad public setting, you have to be careful 
with the way you say things to honor the dreamer and to honor others who might be represented in that dream. Well, now, there have been times, Michael, uh, where someone gives us a dream. Sometimes we're in a public forum and somebody will give us a dream. And it's not that it's a bad interpretation. It just may not be an interpretation that you want us to share in a public forum area. Mm -hmm. So this might be another example of when you'd want to be cautious. Um, If someone shares a dream about something that could reveal either a sin in their life or someone else's life that would cause exposure, that would harm, or even if it's something that's good but maybe isn't ready to share with everyone, maybe it's too early for it to be public, but it's okay for the dreamer to understand so maybe they can pray about it or whatever. That might be a time where I might would change how I say things, not necessarily interpretation, but say, you know what, that I, I really want to address that dream. Let's don't, do, I would really like to meet with you personally and talk to you more about that. Right. And, 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 and you might, and, and I might give an interpretation, but talk to them about more of it. I'll make up an example in this case, that's okay. based on things I've seen, right. but again, keeping it from being tied right. to anybody in particular. I do seminars and speak in various forums, churches, gatherings of different kinds, events, on spiritual dream interpretation. I, and by the way, I do that in both Christian and non-Christian settings. I do that in lots of places mm-hmm. all over the world, literally. <clears throat> and in, invariably, there's a request to interpret dreams at the end of the sessions. Mm-hmm. And let's just say I have someone share a dream that here's, I won't go into the dream because we don't, or I won't create a dream just for mm-hmm. this purpose because we don't have time. But just say the basic core meaning of the dream is you're struggling with addiction and God wants to get you free from that and allow you to overcome and step into your purpose and your destiny. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that's the core of the dream. Even simply saying you're struggling with addiction. Mm-hmm. The dream says you're struggling with addiction. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what kind of addiction. Right. Could be very uncomfortable in a public forum yeah. to that person. Or, or and so yeah. <clears throat> what do you do? I may say to that person, well, there are some things that you're struggling with yeah. that it's time to overcome right. and walk in your purpose and destiny. I'd love to talk to you more about that at the end. If you'd like to know more about it, you know, I, I've got some questions, right. some ideas. So you're that, not changing <clears throat> the interpretation, no. but you may be holding back well, in that case, uh, specific details that could you see that potentially could be harmful. Yeah, in that case, it's literally just leaving out a single word. Mm-hmm. You're struggling with some things is substituted for you're struggling with addiction. Mm-hmm. When I talk to the person afterwards, I'm mm-hmm. going to honor them even in the private setting. I'm going to say to them, hey, there's some things in that dream that could indicate that part of what you're struggling with is some kind of addictive behavior. It doesn't matter if I'm absolutely confident that's what it is. I'm still going to say that indicate it could be. Why? Because they know whether it is or not. Mm. And they can look me in the eye and say, no, no, that's not it. And still know God spoke to them. Or they might be a place where they want to just own it and say, it's exactly right and I need some help. And then you can help them with what's the next step for them. But it may not be my role to help them with the next step. So I don't have to have, I don't have to get the credit for the interpretation is what it boils down to. That, that's well, that's Scott, up to our creator. It's, get the glory scripture that. is very clear in, yeah. in various places that interpretations belong to God, not to us. Mm-hmm.
Absolutely. This we could actually probably keep talking we, we about just, this topic. We were so. able to go on and on, weren't we? Yeah, it's really good. I mean, and we probably have just really scratched the surface mm-hmm. on this in a, in a broad way. Right. I don't think we need to get any deeper into it, but this is something that various circumstances will change mm-hmm. the way you interpret right. versus it will not change the interpretation. Yeah. yeah. So with that, I think we're just about out of time. Yeah. So. <clears throat> It's uh, your turn to say, close us out. Well, we're going to close right now, and Michael's going to say what he normally says, which is... (laughs) Okay, keep dreaming.